How old are you today, Desi? Four. I'm just wake dad wings. What are the worst gifts for mom for Valentine's Day? Best nicknames for dad. What's the best nickname for me, Desi? Poo Poo. That's not a lie, folks. That one and weird other names that you can call your dad coming up. And Desi, what happens when you step on a crack? You break mama's back. We'll rank our superstitions next. Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things Podcast. A definitive ranking of the most indefinite things. From the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds. Or what's left of them. Welcome to the eighth episode of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And today we're about a week away from Valentine's Day. 73% of men are going to get their wives flowers on Valentine's Day. You got that planned yet? That's a high number, I think, if you ask me. But uh, no, I'm not a I'm not a flowers guy for days when a woman expects flowers. More of a spontaneous flower guy. You're spontaneous romantic, then. Sure. Sometimes I'll be talked into flowers, but uh, yeah, a lot of times if I'm going to send them, it just has to be like a Thursday. Right. I did find out 14% of women send themselves flowers on Valentine's Day. Mm. Fill in the gap. I wonder, so of those 14%, are you talking like 98% are, are single? They could be. <laughs> That's the percentage I want to see. So we know the gifts that work, but what about the gifts that don't work? We got some advice for what you should not give your wife on Valentine's Day. Uh, I'll start it off with number three, uh, and, and this is like a no-brainer to me. Nothing. You can't <laughs> give your wife nothing on Valentine's Day. Uh, if she says she doesn't want anything or that we don't have to do that, She's you married a liar. You married you, a liar. You are done for if you believe that. Done for. So my number three is nothing. I did some research on this, and for some reason on several different lists, this gift kept popping up, and each time I would see it, it would just make me laugh, like as a bad gift. Uh, and the answer is jumper cables. What? <laughs> I kept thinking, like, one, who thinks of jumper cables? Two, who would give that to their wife on Valentine's Day? That's a necessity purchase, not necessarily a holiday purchase. <laughs> Nothing says I love you like a little uh, electricity. Now, you can do a metaphor and give her some jumper cables to spark the love life, but um, I don't think it's symbolic. I, it was just funny to me. I have to share it. That's pretty good. Jumper cables. <laughs> Uh, my number two is anything cleaning and or cooking related. Yeah. From vacuums to new pots and pans, nothing that requires work you want to give your wife. You're not actually doing her a favor. You're actually stamping your own passport to the no <laughs> boom boom room. What if, what if you do the uh, a lot of the cooking? And give yourself a gift? <laughs> That's another bad thing is if you give yourself a gift to your wife. Yeah. For me, my number two is a gift card to Weight Watchers. <laughs> I mean, it is a gift card, so you're saving your significant other some money, but it's to Weight Watchers. You stole my number one. Now. <laughs> As anything diet-related. Now, uh, mine was very specific because uh, in 2018, the beginning of the year, Oprah uh, announced that she believes in Weight Watchers, you know, and so they had... Uh, a record 4.6 million people sign up for Weight Watchers in 2018, up from 3.6 million in 2017. But through the year, not on Valentine's Day, no, right? No, the, the spike, though, uh, it was around this time last year. It was like February 3rd last year, 
is when she kind of dropped the bomb that you know, or they paid her to. Mm-hmm. Either way, and the the I didn't get that spike, but it was. If you look at the four point six million, most of it was was crowded into early on after Oprah said it. Hmm. So I was thinking maybe if we could get her to endorse the podcast, <laughs> our subscription we could, would we go could, crazy. We could high. Go from twenty listeners to maybe fifty. <laughs> uh, it was my number one because to force her to lose weight is not necessarily something that you would do for your own benefit. <laughs> but the good news is you would never have to buy another Valentine's Day gift ever. You'd be dead, obviously. <laughs> so how do you top that? Yeah, I top that one. I top that one. What do you no- got? Number one, uh, worst Valentine's Day gift you can give your wife uh, are coupons for sex. <laughs> um. Or some of you, some of you will try to be uh, sly and throw in uh, look. Look at coupon number two. Oh, it's for a back rub <laughs> that will lead to sex. God willing. <laughs> So as a dad, you know, this is uh, dad's rank things. Sometimes we get uh, called nicknames by our children. And all of those out there that have a dad, you might have had uh, a nickname for your dad. We're not talking about like a play on their actual name, right? Not like calling Terry uh, T-Dog or something. We're like, instead of saying dad, what are the top three names or nicknames that you use other than that old phrase so i'm going to start out with number three it's one that i i use quite often with my dad and number three for me is pops i like pops i think everybody kind of uses that and i you know i try to do a little history on it obviously it's as it's as simple as it sounds it's uh derived from the word papa right uh it was first put into print in 1893 uh pops so I don't think it's considered uh, disrespectful. I it, I guess if you're not if it's not your dad, it, I think it could be. Right. Try it out. Like, hey, pops, <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Yeah, here? that's condescending. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, right? But if it's your dad, then it's okay. Right. Uh, I consider pops like a cooler nickname for your dad too. Cool dads like to get pops. called pops. Right. Uh, my number three is Papa. So this is used a lot with uh, younger kids, not necessarily when you get older, because as you age, it seems kind of childish, I guess, to call a papa. Um, But anywhere from, I would say, the age range from 0 to 10 is healthy enough to use papa. (laughs) If that didn't just cut off? Yeah, then it cuts off. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like if you were uh, 17 years old and you were like, Papa, can you give me uh, some money to go get uh, some gas from my car? It gets weird. Yeah, what are you, European saying Papa? Uh, So number two for me, uh, I'm going to give some background. Um, My daughter has some weird nicknames for me. Uh, She she changed Papa. I started going into Poo Poo. Right, which I didn't really uh, think was the coolest nickname I've ever had was Poo Poo, but she called me that, and then Dada changed into Doo Doo. See mm-hmm. where we're going with this? Gotcha. Uh, but since then, she's she's just shortened it to Do. 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 D O O. That's uh, so. I'm I'm like accepting of that now to where I'm putting it in at number two for me. Is the number two nickname for a dad is Do. Do. So I think that would be a relatively new insertion into dad slang. You're welcome, people. You're welcome. <laughs> Call up your due. Ask him uh, if you know he's coming over for Thanksgiving. So have you adapted to then call your dad do? I haven't gone that far yet. I haven't gone that far yet. I'm I'm kind of one of those people ultimately that uh, I will call my parents by their name. Really? Yeah. 
Like I'll say, what do you think, Kathy? Or I'll <laughs> like I'll say I'll call my dad on the phone and I'll be like, Lance, what's right. up for dinner tonight? And they're okay with it. Yeah, I, I think I started that honestly for me probably like eighth grade. Wow, is that unusual? You may that may be a poll for us. Yeah, do you call your parents by their first name now that you're an adult <laughs> or adultish? Yeah, and when did, and maybe on the comment section, when did it start? Uh, my number two is Padre. Ooh. So Padre was popularized by uh, my number one funniest kids movie of all time, the Lego Batman movie. That's what Robin calls Batman, <laughs> is does. Padre. I uh, so <laughs> for me, that's where it kind Padre. of got the idea. Uh, but of course, I mean, if, if you're from Spanish heritage, you're probably more familiar with the name Padre than any other. Uh, but just like you with do, <laughs> let's start Padre as being a dad nickname. And then that's something, too, I feel like if you say that to someone that's not your dad, it's going to be condescending. Listen here, Padre. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, Padre. <laughs> I'll give you a little lesson. Uh, number one for me is Old Man. Yeah, that was old going man. with It's got to be the, gotta be the <laughs> number one. Uh, I try to do a little research on it. Uh, it's funny, the research showed that this is a disrespectful term uh, brought up from the 60s. From the 60s? Yeah, so it's fairly new. Now, I see calling my dad old man when referring to him in conversations with other people. Do you think you would refer to your dad, call him by, hey, old man? That, that again, <laughs> seems kind of condescending. I think I actually said it to him the other night, but I meant it in a condescending way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't in a loving way. I said, you're an old man. And this, uh, so, yeah, it, it is more of a off-the-cuff about your dad. Your dad's right. nickname when your dad's not around. Right, yeah. Uh, the old man told me, uh, I got to be home by 10, guys. So, you know, it's like the old lady when you're talking about your wife. Yeah. And, and That's I think... what's weird, because you, you don't call your mom the old lady. <laughs> no. You call your wife that. Whoa. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Mind blown there. I didn't ever think yeah. about that. I have a lot of friends that, that, even when referring to my wife, right? They're talking to me like, hey, Tyler, uh, the old lady going to let you come out tonight. So that's weird <laughs> that uh, this the wife, but then, you know, it's the dad. I'm the old man. Women don't call, like, you, hey, old man going to let you come out to <laughs> right. shop with me today. Well, do you make your own fate, or is there actual luck involved? Today we're investigating whether me and Tyler are superstitious or not, and what you should probably believe in, too. <laughs> yeah. So, my number three is knocking on wood, something that you actually did right before we started this broadcast. Dang it! It's more or less a habit than, I think, a superstition. Yeah. I'd just rather be safe than sorry, I think. The origins of this are kind of disputed. Whether it was to rouse good spirits and call on them for protection or to prevent evil spirits from hearing your boasts of good luck. It's just something that I happen to do, especially when talking about sickness. I have to knock on wood to prevent <laughs> that from happening to me. I, I cannot believe you you called me out on that, and I didn't even have that on my list. Oh. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I did not have it on my list. So, But you, do you do it pretty often? Yes. Knock on wood? I do it I do it with, uh, with sports. Mm-hmm. Definitely with sports because I, I always I'm always afraid of the broadcaster jinx. Yeah. So uh, it, I'm always sitting close to something made of wood. I'm always knocking on it. And then you were like, "Has anyone been sick in your family?" And I was like, "No, knock, mm, knock, knock." knock. Mm. And then I didn't even have it on my friggin' list, man. I'll tell you what. What's um, your number three? My number three. I, I had to I had to lump a lot of things into one. And so for for me, number three is my game day traditions. Okay. I now have done so frequently, they have become superstitions to where if I feel like I don't 
do one of these things and we lose. It's your fault. It's my fault. I, di- I didn't help the team out to my full ability. <laughs> um, so I have some weird ones like uh, I have to start a certain song at a certain mile marker on mm-hmm. the way to work. Not a lie. <laughs> it's bad, right? That's bad. Okay. Is that weird? <laughs> That's pretty okay. weird. Uh, I have to shave and unless it's a playoff beard, of course, then I right. wouldn't shave. But like, I don't like to be uh, have any scruff for any games that I have to coach in. Whatever, and this is weird too, whatever outfit I decide to wear. So if I, let's say I decide to dress up for a game and we win that game, I will continue to dress up for games until we lose. And mm-hmm. in the next game, you'll see me like scrubbed out. I'll be like, I'll wear my parka and sweatpants. But you don't wear the same thing. No, every, no, no. I, I do it's... change. It's just a, um, a category. So either uh, dressed up or scrubbed out. And so like the people I coach with even... Re- have now recognized those things. Like, oh, I see you're scrubbing out this game. Right. Yep. <laughs> so a game day for me, it's, uh, it's bad. I'm very superstitious. Um, my number two is don't walk under a ladder. Hmm. And actually, this is just more or less common sense than anything. Uh, even if somebody isn't on the ladder, it's safety first, kids. Uh, it's actually based in Christianity, alluding to the trinity of points, and you're not supposed to break up those points, or else it's blasphemy. But again, walking underneath a ladder is just... To me, why do it anyways? <laughs> it's not well, safe anyway. Right. I. Interesting. That's deep. Deep. That's real deep. Uh, I'll I'll go along the same lines as that one for you. Um, I don't know when it started for me later in life, but I I I don't split poles. Okay. Yeah. So if you and I were walking and a pole is there and you go on the left side, Dude. I'm coming on the left side with you. Hmm. Yeah, so... No matter how many deep you're rolling with, you're I, always going to go to the same side as everybody I'll try else. to go majority, yeah, if it's a big group and we're splitting a <laughs> pole, I'll go with the majority. Yeah, uh, so the kind of the history uh, between uh, splitting poles is it's symbolic that you don't want to let something get between you. Right, so, kind of like the Trinity there. Kind of yeah. like the Trinity, but like it, it could cause a problem, like you're letting things get between you and right. whoever you're with. So uh, for me, yeah, and even I'll like, I'll drag my daughter around to the same side of me as me. She doesn't know why yet, but yeah. She, she hasn't hit a pole yet? No, uh, she hasn't. But uh, she, hers is a, hers is a cracks. I don't know if that's your number right. one. Yeah. It's but, not my number one, but it would be my daughter's. Yeah. Like, sit on a crack, rape your mama's break back. Rape mama's back. Yeah, right. kids love that one. I'd say right. that if our, both our kids put things together, all three of them would have that number one. I'm realistic on that note. I understand. That's not how it happens. <laughs> Uh, my number one... It's from those coupons. <laughs> Valentine's Day gifts. That's, what... <laughs> That's how you break backs. Uh, my, my number one is the sports jinx. So you don't talk about a perfect game before uh, it's actually a perfect game. Yeah. It's most commonly associated with baseball, but if a basketball teammate is shooting 100% from the free throw line or in threes in a close game in the fourth quarter, you're not going to bug, bug him anyway, so you're just going to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. It's an, actually based in psychology, too. This is actually proven science because if you bring it up, it leads to overthinking, and then you could actually mess up the perfect game because somebody's going to throw a ball way out of wherever. And Wouldn't some shot. psychologists argue that not talking about it makes you focus on it more into a negative aspect? There's probably a study that reacts to every other study <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that proves it. But no, I'm a believer in that too. And so number one for me uh, is 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 yellow lights, and this just started in college. I had a friend I was riding with, and you know we went through a yellow light, and he just. Two times he touched the the dash, and I was like, "Well, why did you tap the why did you tap the dash twice?" And he's like, "You're supposed to." 
And I said, well, why? He said, you went through a yellow light, man. You, you got to touch the dash two times or else bad things are going to happen. I've and I was never like, heard that. really? That's something that's true? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. And so I'll be damned since I was 18 years old. Any yellow light I go through, I'm touch, I'm tapping. Huh. I'm tapping twice. I have never heard that. Yeah. Crazy, right? 